It's the Bold Sports Predicto for their week three, I mean, week four. Well, I mean, I guess it's Big Ten week four. Um, I guess it's like week ten, nine or ten for some teams or week two for the Pac-12 and the MAC. Uh, hell, who even keeps a calendar anymore? Hi, friends. Jay Money here of Boiled Sports. It's also Masters week, so imagine waking up from a coma right now and Seeing your TV with the Masters on, college football games with teams being 2-0, Christmas commercials on your TV, your kids doing turkey-related art projects, just truly, truly disorienting. Hey, uh, let's take a quick moment to thank our sponsors. First, Martin Vintage, where you can get truly wonderful, soft, comfortable Purdue t-shirts. You can also get a 15% discount if you enter boiled at checkout, martinvintage.com. Thanks also to AJ's and West Lafayette. Excellent comfort food and tons of beers on tap. AJ's, burgers, beef, beer. EatAJ's.com. And of course, a shout out to Gridiron Metal Works, your solution for the hard to shop for person. Grill grates, griddle grates, and home and office decor branded to your favorite college team, armed service, or civic organization. Gridiron Metal Works, GridironMetalWorks.com. Well, it's time for the two top teams in the West to get together this Saturday, Purdue and Northwestern, just like everybody expected. We've joked many times about Fitz, um, but we've also continu- continually said he's perfect for Northwestern and he shouldn't go anywhere. And really, think about the showering of affection that attention hound P.J. Fleck got last year in Minnesota. Why hasn't Fitz ever really had that? He's 102-79 and 79 at Northwestern, including three... 10-win seasons. And if you've been around Bold Sports long enough, you know how much we value 10-win seasons, just as a neat little marker of where the program is. He's also 2-1, this is Fitz, against Jeff Brom, including a win in Rondell Moore's first collegiate game a couple years ago. And that one was also under the lights in Ross-Aid and is remembered for Rondell's record-shattering performance. But in the end, it was a loss for Purdue. Kind of reminds me of the Missouri game when David Blau threw for 580 yards a few weeks later. This weekend... Purdue hosts the Cats again under the lights uh, at 5 p.m. It was going to be 7.30. was moved to 5 uh, on the Big Ten Network. Um, so it's time to say, what do your friends at BS think? Let's find out. First up, the OG Boiler Dab. So the game has moved from prime time to late afternoon, early evening. Still a great slot. Still a great place to be uh, from a television standpoint. Um, it switched from Purdue being favored to Northwestern being favored after the press conference earlier this week. Um, but my gut says that the press doesn't know what I feel like is going to happen. I feel like Moore's going to play. Um, I don't have any reason to believe this. It's just, again, a hunch. Um, I think it's a great chance for him to get on a bigger stage and show what we already know. I think more being on the field is a 10 to 14 point swing in the boilers favor. Uh, but at the same time, I just read the forecast. Looks like there's about a 50% chance of rain and 50 degrees on Saturday evening. Um, that's not as bad as it could be. It's not as bad as we've seen really bad weather games affect the Jeff Brahms uh, mojo, but at the same time, rain is uh, has been his kryptonite. So where does that leave me in my prediction? Well, I think they're going to break that uh, problem they've had with the rain. I don't think the weather's going to be that severe. I think the offense should be able to move the ball. And um, I have a feeling that, uh, like I said, I have a feeling that a couple of the guys that have been injured uh, might be playing. 
that's all good. It's all point to positive. The uh, week off uh, could prove to be huge for our Boilermakers, and I think they improved to 3-0. and Purdue rolls, 35. Northwestern, 27. Okay, Boiler Dad remains bullish on the Boilers, baby. I love it when he gets this rosy-eyed optimism. It reminds me of a long boil, young Boiler Dad uh, prowling the campus of Purdue University. He's even believing that we may see Rondell. Who, baby, this could be super fun. Um, speaking of guys who used to be young, let's move on to the Swami. It seems like forever since the last Purdue game has been played, huh? It's been a long two weeks, but I'm ready for some Purdue football on a Saturday. Um, it also seems ridiculous that a, uh, you know, a matchup, a, a what, a, a, you know, week four for Northwestern, you know, third game of the season for Purdue, that this could be such a pivotal matchup for the Big Ten West. But honestly, the winner of this game will be undefeated in the West with what looks to be a clear path uh, to the Big Ten West title. Um you know, I Wisconsin is always tough and incredible, but they're one game away from not being eligible for you know to win the division in and of itself. I think you know they're they're and it doesn't look great for them to keep playing. Um, you know, Iowa has got off to uh, an incredibly disappointing start, especially for uh, Iowa fans that were kind of hoping for something different out of Kirk Ferentz's offenses. I don't know why you would hope for that, but. Um, Minnesota is an obstacle that um, Purdue kind of has to cross if they beat Northwestern. Similar, uh, similarly, Nebraska, even though they're horribly disappointing, just like they usually are. Um, but both of those teams are less, ch- to me, they're less challenging than Northwestern this week. Um, and so what that means is that Purdue has to take this game really seriously, and I'm sure they are, but they're, they've lost, I think, one of their most crucial, what it looks to be, at least as of recording this uh, right now, it looks to be that they've lost their most important uh, part on defense, which is George Karloftis. It does not look like Karloftis is going to play, again, as of recording midweek, uh, you know, before, um, about 48 hours, let's say, before the game. That's going to be huge because this is a matchup uh, with a quarterback that knows Purdue well in Peyton Ramsey and against a team that just doesn't make that many mistakes in Northwestern. It's not like they take any huge chances, but they don't make many mistakes. Um, On Purdue's side, I do think, uh, I am hopeful that Rondell Moore is going to play this week. I don't think Rondell is going to... um, sit out the whole season. I would be actually surprised if he sat out the whole season and if he didn't play this week or next week. I think he's going to play on Saturday. And so what that means is I think that it'll be a higher scoring game um, than I think most people are um, are thinking, mostly because Purdue has lost a key pass rushing uh, component and Purdue is gaining uh, one of the most potent, I think, one of the most potent offensive weapons in the country. And if that comes to pass, all you betters out there, I would definitely take the over. But uh, I'm not sure that I would take, so the over-under right now is 50 and a half. I would take the over, but with the line opening at Purdue minus two, it has swung to Northwest, Northwestern being favored by two and a half points. Um 
Unfortunately, um, you buy, you know, be adventurous. You can take Purdue. That's good. But unfortunately, I think it's going to be a game in the 30s uh, that Purdue loses very close. Um, you know, if if we say something like 33 to 31, Northwestern pulls it out. I think that's probably um, what happens, even though Purdue is going to be in their beautiful throwback jerseys, the Drew Brees throwback jerseys. Um, they're going to look great. I think Rondell Moore is going to be back, but uh, against a team missing one of their missing George Karloftis, and against a team that is just entirely solid through and through, um, with a lot on the line. Unfortunately, I think Purdue comes a little bit short. Good stuff from Anish. Analysis, uh, four minutes of analysis mixed with excitement, mixed with some gambling advice. He really is the whole package. Am I right? Uh, as for me, your intrepid host, Jay Money, what do I think? Well, I'm not as rosy in my outlook as I think others are right now. Um, I know Anish came down on the side of this could be fun, but he doesn't think Purdue's going to necessarily pull it out. And I, I tend to lean that way a little myself. While I am thrilled that Purdue's 2-0, and I'm glad the Boilers have taken care of what they needed to take care of, which was not always the case for this program, it's not been all that comfortable. And maybe that's being fussy, right? Maybe that's saying... This maybe the, another version of me would say, "Shut up! You got what you wanted. You got wins. You got what you know." In the end, what matters is they're two and zero, and that's completely true. Um, but many of us have been around this program long enough to know that there have been some fool's gold two and zero, three and zero, even five and zero starts um, from Purdue. I don't think this quite qualifies as that. I think they've been good wins, um, but could they easily be zero and two? Sure, they could. Um, it took that ice in his veins fourth quarter comeback from AOC to beat Iowa. Uh, it took key defensive. Bounces and takeaways to build a big enough lead against Illinois that the Illini just couldn't overcome it. Um, but that's why you build a big lead, right? I mean, I, I get it. I'm one of those people who says, hey, the reason you get out to a three-touchdown lead is so that you pretty much have put the game away, which means even if the team makes a comeback, you're probably okay. Um, but damn, it felt like it was going to be another one of those Purdue memorable collapses, right? I, I do like that Purdue had two weeks to plan for Northwestern. I do like that they sidestepped Wisconsin, um, even though I'd loved a shot at Wisconsin. I'm glad Purdue's not bruised up from what surely would have been a physical kind of beating of a game. Uh, I do have faith in the coaching staff, uh, and if Rondell plays, whew, that would be incredibly fun to see. Um, but I, I kind of ask, what happened to the trickery? What happened to Brahms' desire to have multiple gadget plays per game? I don't know if he's held back because it hasn't been necessary. Does he think AOC's steady but not amazing skills mean he doesn't feel comfortable with that stuff? I don't know, but I frankly expected more inventive offensive plays this year. I do think there's a potential for sandbagging kind of going on here where Brom and company have sort of been waiting to unleash those sorts of things. But that could just be my own version of starry-eyed optimism. When it comes down to making a hard prediction, I have to go with my gut here. Uh, While I'm beyond excited to see Purdue have a chance to take a hold on this division, and if you told me they'd get a November game against Northwestern for that opportunity, I'd have taken it any time. I remain concerned enough that I'm going to predict a Purdue loss to the Cats. Uh, all will not be lost, obviously, but a 4-0 Northwestern just about puts the division away. So Anish is right in that, and, and I know we all know this, this is critical. This is it. If you want to win the West, and we've said, look at the way the schedule lines up. Like, look at what's left. If Purdue's going to do it, this is a year they could do it. And it's year four of Brom. I know it's a weird year, um, you know, on the non-sports related front, but, you know, that's for another podcast, another time. Right now, when you look at the road ahead of you and the schedule that's ahead of you, if you're Purdue, 
it's right there. It's right there, and it doesn't take um, fantasy to see how they could get to the Big Ten title game. So this is it. Unfortunately, I'm leaning towards a loss. Um, I think a close loss. I do think Anisha's right. Bet the over. Be a lot of points, I think. Uh, feels like another one like two years ago, like a 31-27 kind of loss to me. Um, prove me wrong, Boilers. I hope that's what happens. So thanks, as always, for joining us for the Predicto. Thanks again for your support and your interactions. Thanks to, again to our sponsors, Martin Vintage, AJ's, Gridiron Metalworks. Please, everyone, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy Purdue Northwestern. Be safe, be kind, be compassionate, and be good to one another.